Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press a button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. We are back. I, I, you may not even be aware we were ever not here, which really hurts. But uh, we are finally back doing a series of new episodes of this podcast, the peculiar one. Yeah, I'm, I'm Pat, and that's Lisa. I haven't seen you in a while. No, it's been a while. When since... did you get the beard? <laughs> That's what happens when you get A lot of people can't pull it off, but you, you that looks very <laughs> I'm good I'm surprised on you. you can see it that far away. Yeah, I should talk. I look kind of scruffy today, which is always the beauty of radio and podcasts. You can look like a box of rocks. You use your imagination and, picture, and paint a picture, uh, and we can be absolutely gorgeous or we can look like a wreck. doesn't matter. It's up to you and your mind. That's right. Well, it, and it depends on how you talk, too. So if we, if we, if we talk like this, maybe we sound more elegant and beautiful and sophisticated and coiffed. Yeah. I but if we talk like this, we probably look exactly the way we sound. I mean, it's not an original observation, but everybody, I think, generally would agree that you can say just about anything in a clipped British accent, and it sounds good. It, you know, sounds, it sounds intelligent. More... It sounds poised, polished. So I took the dog in a leash out into the yard where the dog proceeded to do his business. I then grabbed a plastic bag which was provided for me and picked up the said object that the dog had dispelled, and expelled I should say, and disposed of it promptly. You know, it oh, just yeah. sounds okay. Yeah, it does. Uh, another, another guy wouldn't sound so good. Okay, well we're glad to be here and I guess we want to say thank you again to people who who uh, offers some contributions to this effort? Well, we're 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 now in triple digits. We just aired finally our hundredth episode, episode yep. part one and part two. Can't so believe it. We, we we did that. We're what do you mean? Well, I can't believe we made it, and I can't believe it's finally done and out, out of there. our hair. Yeah, because I just I couldn't get to it for a long time, and I apologize. But we were greatly edified by the number of people that came to that that uh, gathering. It was just great it i mean was. it was really unbelievable it we, was great we really did not expect that size of a crowd no we were we were sort of bracing for playing to to like one guy would come limping in right and he, and then he would be in the wrong spot with headphones this on. isn't where i thought it was <laughs> where's the chest where's robin and maynard <laughs> so we were really happy that 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 went so so surprisingly well, and we had a pretty good turnout, a great turnout, actually. I don't think we could have 
packed more people in there that, yeah, into that space. It so it was really wonderful. So we're now in, in triple digits. Uh, this is episode one one zero one. And um, lots of people have really supported us all the way through this. They have. And we're going to try to be, and, and that is my, at least my vow, is that we're going to try to be more uh, reliably in place each week with these podcasts. I know we've been kind of hit and miss and all of that. It's oh, you, Like you, we all have crazy schedules and things. And because this is not uh, anywhere in the top 20 in terms of our principal income, uh, we, we just try to get it in. It's important to us, and I hope uh, that it, it's somewhat meaningful to you that listen to it, but uh, we, we're going to make a better effort of and I always think squeezing it in when we sort of blow it off because we're like, ah, who cares, right? I'm surprised at the people who do care. They will email and go, hey, hey, what's going on? Get off your butt. Yeah. Come on, do something. We, we need an episode. So that's very We nice. have received some wonderful contributions. And, and please know we're not pocketing this money for the most part. We we use it to pay for our website. Uh, we, uh, we, we have... We have fees for actually um, streaming the, the podcast. So it's more than just having the website. Yeah. You've got to right. stream the bodca- podcast. And you know way more about that than I do. In fact, you know 100% more about that than I do. You do all that work. My job is basically, uh, after we record this, then I put it together with music and the sound effects and all that sort of stuff. Then I dish it off to you. You post it. Mm-hmm. And you do all the, the heavy lifting of getting the word out and getting it on the website and that sort of thing. Right. It's distributed uh, subsequently to places like Snow King Radio, uh, which is a, a wonderful website. We're, yes. on, we're on Stitcher Radio as well. Stitcher Radio. We're on uh, uh, Cairo's uh, streaming menu of uh, I- podcasts. I- iTunes, which is iTunes, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can find us different places. For me, it's easy. It's just to Google Peculiar Podcast, and boom, you're right there. Yeah, all the website. episodes are archived yeah, there. Yeah. So. so anyway, a quick thank you to some folks who sent some lucre our way. We've already thanked those people. Oh, we have? Yeah, because that's the... We've thanked oh, God, we, I don't want to thank them again. We, you're right. I recognize We thanked these. those guys last time. Yeah, that's right. we did was we did come up with with a, a list of everybody who has who has, and i don't know if we have time to really go through all these names i don't know how if you want to do this but i think it's nice to recognize how about this everybody who's ever helped us out and, and kept us afloat okay now that could be pretty tedious to listen to but if we supplement it with uh something else what do you mean well I, you might recall this uh, i well i'm playing dumb here because this is actually something you thought of but we used to play this song by a group called the chaka cause and it was called jungle fever and it's a one of those completely incongruous songs that has no real lyrics to it other than some moaning and groaning which you will hear if you've heard the song you know what i'm talking about there are a handful of songs like that uh uh, that one right. comes to mind, and then yeah. there was Je T'aime, which yes. was a French woman just kind That's of right, moaning and moaning sighing, and saying, "Oh, Je T'aime." Yeah, I she's mean, real breathy. Yeah, and you said, "Man, I, wherever you are, I want to hook and up." And whatever yeah. you did, she could have been talking about making um, toast. Yeah, for it did, all we know, exactly. It didn't matter. It's like the British <laughs> accent thing. French is uh, hi, the hi. romance. So this is a wholly different sort of thing but we always used to use it on the radio so we could discuss things but keep it interesting at the same time and the other hard part about it was hitting 
the musical posts because oh, you yeah. never know when the music's going to stop and the woman's going to begin doing her oh, oh, stuff. So, so if I recall, I haven't done this in years. So we used to play this to do the traffic report. Yeah. And I don't even know how this got started. I don't either. I don't know, but... But the song was so good. It we was well-loved. We have to use it somehow. It was well-loved. A well-loved bit. And I actually got really good at it. I could... Oh, I you could were, yeah. nail it. I haven't... I haven't even heard this song in probably 10 years. Now, remind me again. So we're flying without a net here. So when... Uh, and... and uh, when you so do you speak over the the, the moaning music. part no oh you speak you, over the music you and then you never sp- speak okay. over the moaning that's I, part that's what i thought i wanted to be clear about that okay so are you ready for the challenge i don't know i i didn't even practice but and we might run out of names before we run out of song we, i don't no, know but we, it's okay we have a lot of people and you can you know interact with me if you want don't screw up the timing no i don't want to screw it up i'll only jump in if i think i have something to add or subtract <laughs> like tell me hurry hurry or yeah. slow down or yeah yeah because so, i know you want me to succeed so this the song's got a little bit of a long intro so let's okay. begin that right now okay all right well we've got lots of names of people who have helped us throughout the years because it's um, it's we're right into our third year, yeah, now, Pat. So can't believe it. We want to thank everybody who has made a contribution to the podcast, and I'm going to go through the names right now. Okay. Hopefully, I don't mispronounce them. I get fear for the eye. Okay. Bettina Mackey, thank you. John Snow, Michael Prim, Stephen Nurse, Roger Gouay, Richard Guff, Matthew Root. No, no, I, I. No. Missed, just no. missed that one a little no, bit. Right okay, I'll try it again. Matthew Rudo, Lynn Barker, West Plate, Joe Fulcher, Jerry Verganot. Da- I see, I see, I see. Oh, oh. Oh, too bad. Dave, David Bergerman, Max Wall, Eric Sigmund, Dave Tabers, Mark Martin, Samuel Lawson. Thank you so much. Pete Adler, Heather Gibson, Maureen Lockhart. Thank you. Marcia Gay, we have and? Lisa Rawis, Jay Fulcher, wait, Rob Jones. No, I can get a few more in here, right here. Jason Howard, Pablo Borshirt, Hurry. Chris Sunberg, Hurry. Robert Conruther, here it comes. Daniel, sorry, no, no, no. That was pretty good. Daniel Poré, Mary Wisby, Dylan Baumgartner, Patricia Wilson, Hugh Allen, Ellen Floyd, Jan Alexander, Patricia Amundsen. I think it may be Abundson, but it's okay. Kit Wilson, Sarah Fueling, Diane Hoxtis, and if I mispronounced anybody's name. I know. Ma, ma, ma. Is, are you all done? You got a ton of song left. That's how I. Yeah, that's it. Well, uh, what did you do this summer? Let's say, did you travel much or do anything like that? Why can't you just fade it out? Well, because there's so much song left and it does its own fade. And uh, must be something else we could talk about. Uh, boy, how about this summer? We had some weather, didn't we? I know. It was, oh my God, it was wonderful. Dolly, me. Oh, man. I can't, I can't bear the thought of winter coming on. Because in the middle of a winter day, I'm going to look back on summer and just think, oh my God. No, no, no. Oh. 
I'll try to distract myself by thinking about other things, and I'm sure you will too, but there, that moment will come along again. Oh. Then I'll have to start smoking a cigarette and pour cold water over myself. Not while smoking the cigarette, because that'll put that baby right out. Have you had enough? I think I've had plenty. There's one more coming up here. It's a ways out. I don't think you've had enough, though. Yeah, well, You're enjoying this more than I let, thought you would. Why don't you give me those back, and I'll see if I can get them all in before <laughs> she comes along again. Oh, man, there's a lot of I them. I told you. Bettina Maki, Jon Snow, Michael Prim, Stephen Nurse, Roger Gway, Roger Goh, Matthew Rotter, Lynn Barker, Wes Plate, John Fulcher, Jerry Varagon, David Bergerman, Max Wall, Eric Segman, David Tavers, Mark Martin, Samuel Lawson, Pete Adler, Heather Gibson, Marley, Maureen Lockhart, Marcia Gay, Lisa Rawis, Jay Fulcher... Rob Jones, Jason Howard, Pablo Borcher, Chris Sunberg, Robert Cunruther, Daniel Poiret, Mary Wisby, Dylan Baumgartner, Patricia Wilson, Hugh Allen, Ellen Floyd, Jean Alexander, that's Jan Alexander, Patricia Amundsen, ah, Chip Wilson, Sarah Fueling, Diane Poxtus. Thank you. Thank you all. Oh, man. I got a hose off. I well, thank you. But that's a big thank you to everybody and anybody for that matter. Yeah. It's good to hear that song again. That is Yeah. That that never received a Grammy is an outrage. Is that the is that the only hit they ever had? Don't you guess it probably was. And did anybody ever translate what she was I know part of what she's saying is I I eh, it's not really words. Yeah. She's just making grunting noises, but yeah. she does For say all she knows, she, we know she's just cutting onions in the kitchen. We don't know what's really going on there, but uh, some people would find it mildly suggestive. I don't it's I don't It's such hear an anything. erotic song. It, it kind of is, if not nasty. All right. Well, so so I really it's true I have not seen you in some time here. Mm-hmm. Some it, it's been a couple more of than weeks. It's been a couple of months, yeah. yeah. Uh and because I assumed well you're traveling, you do all this travel for the work you do, but it has not been the case. No, I've been home. Been home. Been home. You like it? I love it. It's been nice to be home and work on my garden and and have fun. Although I had a I <laughs> I'm really sore from working out in the yard and Which is good. picking up rocks and all this stuff. And I actually had a run in with nature. Yeah. Figure. Well, yeah, as you have famously said more than once, <laughs> you hate nature. I really unquote. Do. But I want to make um, a, the point of nature. I don't, I hate nature that has faces on it. Like trees, so you, trees don't have faces and flowers don't have. So I like that nature. You ever see The Wizard of Oz? That's true. Those trees but got that faces. kind of nature, I don't mind. Because um, they don't bite you. The, the, yeah, they're not gonna. They're pretty stationary. They're not gonna attack you, right? There, are there any plants that attack you? Like shoot their quills at you or anything? Well, uh, nettles are very nettles unpleasant. Are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And poison oh. oak and things like that yeah, can mess that's you true. up. But that's uh, true. For the most part, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> I've never had poison oak or poison. I don't know what the difference between poison ivy, and poison oak is. Well, you don't want to find out. Doesn't but, really matter. It might be the same, uh, different names for the same thing. But I, so, I saw a picture in a newspaper, by the way, the other day of a guy who they, they had a storm someplace, and and so it says something like Larry Jenkins walks along Pine Needle Lane where he sees lots of pine needles. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you would see pine needles on Pine Needle Lane, Larry. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, you know, the story of the ant and the grasshopper. Uh, the ant is the one who's toiling away all summer because they want he wants to prep for winter. Is, is that the kung fu episode where he meets his aunt? <laughs> the grasshopper oh. is like, hell with this, I'm gonna party and yeah. listen to tunes all summer. Gonna hop around. So I've really been working on getting everything done for the winter that I have to. Because You're playing the part of the ant. I'm playing the part of the ant. So I thought ahead and and got all my firewood ordered. Do you order fire? Do you buy firewood? For- no, I go out and cut it oh, myself. You do not. I go out in the out in the woods and cut <laughs> no, it down. You drag don't. them along to the woods. Yeah, He's up and jacking on Sleep all night and he works all day. I cut down trees. I wear high heels, suspenders, and a bra. I wish I'd been a girly, just like my dear papa. Cut down trees. He wears high heels, suspenders, and a bra. I have cut firewood before, but it's it, it, there's not point to it. I mean, if somebody's going to bring it to you, pay them a few bucks. Oh, yeah. it's not a few bucks. It's, it's not pretty, a few bucks. Pretty good. Firewood. In, so in, is that your principal form of heat, or you just do it for pleasure? Pleasure. Pleasure. You know that you say pleasure. You I know. Say pleasure. I know. I've been told that. Yeah. I say treasure, too. Treasure. Treasure. Pleasure. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, I have a wood-burning fireplace, and it's really nice in the winter, because it does get cold in there, and you don't want to have to hike up the heat all the time. Yeah. No, so, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice I, to have a I have a tree burning. allergy. It smells so good, too. Yeah. Well, I have wood a tree fires. allergy, and I think uh, when I burn firewood, it messes me up. So. Really? Yeah. I think that's right. You have a tree allergy. Yeah. Tree and grass. Trees and grass. Not all trees. You're not allergic to every tree. Like, are you allergic just to... Any tree around here I'm allergic to. Well, good thing you're living out in the woods. Yeah, well, I know. I should move to the desert, I know. but Then I'll be allergic to cactus. So what's the point? So I... I You've got I, a sand allergy, sir. Yeah. So I, I, I decide I'm going to get all my wood ordered and stacked and clean out the wood. The, I have a wood fire... Uh, what do you call it? Shed, like a sort wood of deal. shed that you can access from the house. No, I have to walk across the yard to get it. Bummer. What do you mean access from the house? Well, sometimes you know you open a little door and there's the wood because you've stacked it from the outside oh, of the house. No, you don't have anything like that. Why would I do that? Because convenience. Yeah, but if you have a little door, you know what lives in wood piles. Mm-mm. Spiders live in the wood piles. <laughs> if I have a door, they're going to be like fantastic. Hey, by the way. This is the year of the spider. Oh I think, my god! I am fed up with the spiders. Oh, they're just—they're just getting started. They're just getting an eight-legged hold on I this know. thing. Yeah. I thought my murderous juvenile spider rampage in the spring was going to pretty much take, take care of everything. I did not do a good job at all, and I messed up a lot of baby spider nests in the spring. I mean, messed them up bad. But they're coming. 
And I thought I took them all out, and I didn't. Can you imagine if I hadn't taken out all those baby spider nests, what I would be looking at now? My whole house would be encased in a web. Well, they're everywhere. Around our house, uh, you can you can, you can can park your car out front in the driveway, walk in the house, be in there, yep. you know, five minutes, come back out, and there's a web across. I, they're fast. The pathway. Yeah. Yeah. They're fast. Yeah. And, I, and, and they're impressive in that. I mean... Think of the industrial. I think it's selfish. Is really what it is. Now you don't like flies either, and we have a real. We had a fly problem out here this summer because it matters because we have horses here, and you'll go out to get your horse at the end of the day, and the horse you can't even see the horse's face for the oh, flies. It's wow. just so they're so prolific. I've talked before about this thing called fly predators, which are these little fly bugs that will get the. We'll get the flies in the larvae stage, but once they become full-fledged flies, it's Katie bar, bar the door, and so they're all over the place. So at least spiders uh, dine on flies. There's that to be said for them. Yeah, I know, and yeah, I know, and everybody says, and I'm so sick of the, but spiders are good for you argument. Okay, whatever. I'm still sick of them everywhere. Spider webs. I have a spider stick now that I carry with me every time I walk outside, even if I've been in, like you said, for five minutes grab the spider stick and I still and I do you ever like slap your face after you run into a spider web not not for that reason <laughs> so I've just been doing the the, the herky-jerky spider web dance all summer yeah. long well, yeah but that wasn't the worst part that that that's been annoying but that wasn't horrifying yeah well get used to it because I'm telling you it's gonna it's gonna exist all the way through October well I know October is when they get really really bad yeah and big yeah some of them will get the size of dinner plates. And they, they're they so heavy, they can't even hang on to their own webs. Yes, and when they fall, when you knock one down, you'll hear it. Oh, It'll God. click on the floor oh. because they seem to have bones. They're that big. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like hey, lobsters. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Have you seen the... The viral video of the guy who put a tarantula suit on his little dachshund dog. No. And he engineered this suit in a way that the legs actually dance pretty well. <clears throat> it doesn't look like a lame spider's costume. It looks it's it's like a furry tarantula and when the dog starts running that it looks like a spider moving so he terrorizes people with this dog that tarantula would do it, costume. Yeah. It's it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. I should just So we'll we'll post that on the website. Okay. It's very yeah. funny. Good. All right, so back to the wood pile and me being the ant trying to get things done for the winter. Right. So I'm down to the last layer of logs because I just want to get the old wood out and kind of sweep it out and get it nice and clean. You want to put the old wood on top, too, because that's right. ready to go. That's right. And I pull up, I get almost to the last log, I pull up a log and I hear, Zzzz. and and you know, you know that moment, that split second when you really shouldn't go, oh, what is that? If you hear, Zzzz, if you hear, Snarl! If you hear buzzing, snarling, hissing, rattling, just get the hell out of there now. The cock of a gun. You go. Those are all clear indicators that you should not tarry. Go. And I didn't. I tarried. And I went, what is that? Terry. Is it Terry? Well, I, I don't care what it is, but it... Don't tar, tar is T A R is tar, but don't tarry. Terry. Well, anyway, don't 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 linger and think. Yeah, yeah there you go. Don't don't, don't think. That's a good advice for you kids out there. Don't, don't think. Don't <laughs> 
because what I uncovered was um, a, 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 a nest of yellow, of very angry yellow jackets. Ooh. And. You mean like King Five News people? No. <laughs> <laughs> they were mad. I have no idea why they're so mad. Yeah, you don't because guess. Gene Anderson's not there anymore. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. <laughs> so. I drop the log, and I'm in my yard, and I scream, bees! Like, who am I going to scream that to? Who should know about that? And then some professor will run by and go, technically, those are not bees. Those are yellow jackets. That's right. Which are more closely related to wasps. I know, I know. A bee, bee gets a bad rap because... Yeah, we need the bees. The bees are good. Bees! So I take off... You cannot outrun a bee. I've learned that. You can run as fast... The fastest man on the planet cannot outrun a, a bee. So you say a bee can sting Usain Bolt at top yep. speed. Mm-hmm. You can you, catch him. You, you can run as fast as you want, scream as loud as you want, and the bee will catch you. Could a bee outrun a cheetah? And his probably they were fast. Of course, I'm th- I'm saying that like I'm fast. I probably was like, Whoa. <laughs> they were like, this is a piece of cake. We can catch Let's her. Take our time. Yeah. So there goes the tortoise. I am. They, they fly into your clothes and, and down, like, they flew down my shirt. They flew in my hair. Don't ask me how they flew up my, they flew up my shorts. Stung me in the butt. Stung me in the back. Stung me in the head. Really? Yeah. Oh, you got stung. I got attacked. They wanted to eat my face off. These bees were mad. And I'm in the middle of the yard screaming, t- trying to take my clothes off in the middle of the yard. That is your instinct to get your clothes off. Yeah, and which, that's a, that's the quickest way to bring help too. <laughs> which, so, hey, Larry, come on, let's go help her. <laughs> okay. Which the whole thing would be hilarious if it hadn't been so horrifying. Yeah, that's scary. And and I ran in the house and I got the rest of my shorts off and I still had bees in my hair and had already been stung in the head. Good lord! And. So it's never happened to I, me. I carried about five bees in with me, which I didn't know. So now I've got bees loose in the house and bees in my hair, and ugh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Well, look, Aunt Bee, what did you do after that? I mean, did you uh, did you call an exterminator right well, away? So I thought, all right. So there's obviously a bee thing in here. I mean, a yellow jacket. So first, I got one of the dead ones <clears throat> that died that I smashed and identified it on the internet. Just want to know what it was. And it did prove to be a yellow jacket? It did prove to be a yellow jacket. Okay. And I went, all right, I'm going to handle you guys. So I know that they have those wasp uh, sprays that spray about 48. Yeah, I use them all the time. 400 feet. Can you be like 100 feet away? Well, we have this barn, and so, you know, it it, it says it squirts 30 feet. The barn must be 31, because I don't quite get (laughs) that. Couldn't somebody make one that's... Just another feet. foot, please. Please. Just, yeah. The one I got well, sprayed I, 12 feet, and I thought, no, oh, that's, that's no good. Oh, man, 12 feet. Yeah, you see, that means you have to stand 12 feet away. That's, and I then you know. want to clear out really fast. That's what that. I mean. You Remember, I've talked to you about the cut and run situations. I can deal with, if I can deal with something, if I have, if I can cut and run when things go sideways. This, I just, I had a problem with it because they were in the woods, so there was more than one exit and entry point. And I thought, if I spray in one hole, they're going to come firing out the other hole madder than they were the first time. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, my daughter isn't getting into beekeeping. You could, uh, they, and they don't look terribly expensive, the beekeepers' outfits. You could, you could 
dress yourself up like that once well, you get dressed again, of course, <laughs> and uh, and go out and feel at least somewhat safer. Well, that's the other thing I had to consider was what what am I going to wear out there? I had gloves. I had two pairs of very thick sweatpants. I had a leather coat. But I didn't. Have, I would have like, wore a Seahawks <clears throat> jersey. That'll scare them. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have like a. Wish I had a motorcycle helmet. I obsessed about it all day. And here's the other thing: you do it at night, at dawn, when they've all come back to to You're go night night. Kind of sleepy, yeah. Uh, you don't do it in the day. You do it at night. So I'm just the hours are going by, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I just I'm getting more and more freaked out about this. I don't want to handle it, and I can handle a lot of stuff. This I didn't want to do because I was still. It took three days for those stings. To mm-hmm. finally go away. Yeah, you nasty. don't want to voluntarily be stung. So I find I chickened out. I was gonna. I was all ready for the assault and the plan, and and then I chickened out and I said, I just I can't do it. So I called the bee guy. I said, you know what? I'm just gonna call a bee guy. There's a bee guy. There's a bee guy. There's not, lots of not, guys. not an orkin guy, but nope. it's specifically for yeah. Don't call yellow jackets. Don't call the pest control wasps. people. Call the bee people because they know how to handle them i guess there was a show on it's not on anymore but i got into it briefly and i can't even remember the name of it but that was the premise of it this guy had a company that goes out when there's like an infestation of mice or raccoons and every other episode had to do with be with, with wasps and, yeah because those are the in some ways the scariest other than the snakes which he would encounter yeah, and, and yellow jackets can actually build um, nests in, in the siding of your house, and they can eat through your drywall and then eat your face off in the middle of the night. They're scary little buggers, and I thought I'm kind well, of Well, in extreme circumstances, they can kill you. you right. Know, you get enough of them. Yeah. 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 I've seen, the reason I know that is because I've seen movies like that. So I felt much better after I called him, and I knew it was going to cost me like over a hundred bucks. And I said, I don't care. It's worth this. I don't have to deal with it because I can just sit in my bedroom with a martini in my hand, watching through the window what goes down. So I'm thinking he's going to show up with some sort of sophisticated. There's got to be a mm-hmm. uh, a bee. I don't know. Just Apparatus these, of uh, some kind. Yeah, yeah, some sort of uh, mechanical device. Some some very serious looking powder a gun who knows electrical wand (laughs) something something. yeah yeah so here's what he shows up with to battle my bees Uh, a bottle of dishwashing liquid and a um uh what do you call it um a a a shop vac (laughs) oh and i'm like that's what i that's what i said what even what i went oh Things that I don't have. <laughs> These hmm. are things, yeah, exactly. So he, then he goes, you got a hose? Yeah, I got a hose. So I give him the hose. He takes the hose. He douses the whole wood pile with soap, shoves the hose in there, turns on the BVAC, and then and then makes me write him a check for $200. 200 bucks. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I had all that. I had it all, except for the... The bee outfit. The now bee I know, costume. I didn't have the bee costume. No, I know how dogged you are. Oh, he had a bee costume? Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, a, costume. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, bee he had a bee costume. outfit. And, right, and here, You want trick or treat while you're at it? And it's a good thing because when he picked up that log, 
you know, I'm not saying, I mean, it was worth having him do it. I was just surprised at the low tech way he handled it. Yeah. And, but, but this, they were swarming and they, they were on him. And it was. Were you in the house wa- looking uh, out? With a martini. Yeah. Told you already. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. And uh, so, and he said that these were, it was huge. It was underneath my whole wood pile. Whoops. Sorry. And, and, and that he said this, these were a particularly aggressive colony. Yeah, I know. You want to see my butt? I got stings. Yes, I would. <laughs> Just for my report, of course. But yeah, the only thing I didn't have was the bee outfit. I could have handled The bee outfit. What would you call the it? Bee costume. Costume. <laughs> costume. Well, how much does a bee costume cost? A costume. Yeah, it's it's just a costume. It's just it's just a look you know, look cool. It doesn't not have any function other than to just be a costume. And you should see all the little holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> the bees trying to sting through it. So, but anyway, so, so now, I know you're really savvy about this stuff, so I cannot believe that if you and I right now were to write in say how do you get rid of yellow jackets that it wouldn't come up? Well, first you get yourself some dishwashing liquid. Then, you know, get yourself a bee costume. <laughs> and then finally, get a shop back. Wouldn't that be on there? I mean, somebody what do you must. Mean, on where? It, I researched as information all, only. I researched all day long on okay, Google. Okay, I'm sure you did. I figured you did. I looked up flame. People were saying flame, flame torch, flame torch. I mean, they were talking about all these different methods. Yeah. And guys aren't particularly reliable when it comes to extermination. They they do think of a little extreme. Well, my granddaddy used to pour gasoline on them and light them up. They was gone. She's gone. She's gone. So was his house. He was gone. And so I just, I just, the more I looked at it, the more I thought I'm under, I'm under, I I have no, I'm underarmed for this. Yeah. And I I guess you shouldn't disparage the guy for going low tech. I mean, I'm glad that he did. I guess I just guessed my expectations were going to be. He, but know, if you had all that information, an armored car, the a tank that yeah. pulled up. And yeah, but if you he, had that information, would you have said, "Well, I, I know how to do it. I guess I'll just do it myself and save the two hundred bucks." I would have, but I didn't have the bee costume. <laughs> well, I mean that'd be part of it. Of course. So then I, so I probably would have spent two hundred dollars on a bee costume. Now, when you say a bee costume, you're talking about the beekeeper outfit, right? Or is this something different? Well, he's got like it's. They can't penetrate like like your boots are duct taped. To, you know they can't get up and in. They've got that face thingy. Yeah, the face thingy. Well, you know like even a, beekeepers are. No uh, beekeepers. They, they're used have to a, getting stung. You know, beekeepers have a little cute hat with a little black veil that it goes. Looks over. sort of like Lady Gaga. Exactly. Yeah. This is a whole. They've got like they look like what do the fencing guys wear? The, the guys that build the, fences? No, the fencing pokey oh, guys, yeah, the, the sorty sword, guys. Yeah, the sorty guys, yeah. You know? Well, they wear a little uh, mesh, mesh That's, metal <clears throat> right. heads gear. Is that what he wore? He had that and a big hood. So he looked like a hazmat guy with the fencing mask. Uh, he might have ad-libbed it. I mean, it might have been his own outfit. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what a bee costume looks like. It's not a bee costume. Well, it... I wish you'd called him. You'd said that. Hey, thank you for coming out here with your bee costume on. My what? Your bee costume. It's cute. It's really cute. I got a four-year-old next door. I'd love that. Where'd you get it? 
<laughs> well, you're right. You can sort of cobble together anything you want, which is what I was going to try to do. And yeah, then the I, idea is just to protect yourself. And then I chickened out. I just uh, the motorcycle helmet. I could have gone next door to borrow one, but then how do you? I don't. I just. You know what? I I got tired of thinking about it all day, and I just wanted to have a drink. That's all I wanted to do. And I knew I couldn't have a drink and then try to go tackle him. You got to be clear headed about that. Yeah. And dark wasn't coming till like eight thirty. I wasn't waiting that long to have a drink. Yeah. So the guy, you called him that day and he came right. He out? was really great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so there's that. He said, "Yeah, I'm actually going to be right up the street dealing with a, wa- a hornet's nest." Um, so that worked out good. I'll swing by after I'm done with that. Did he look around the house for other possibilities? I mean, did he like to go down to your creek and look for piranha or anything like that? <laughs> no. But, I no. mean, I, I would you just take care of the, the matter at hand? But I think part of the service should have been, now let me look around the rest of your property here to make sure there are, you know, some cousins here. Well, I I don't, this is the first time I've lived in the house. I've never had a bee nest yeah, a yellow jacket nest. So. And, and I think it's a function of the kind of summer we have had here. And they die off in November anyway. They're all they all bye bye then anyway. So so it's not like they would have had a lot to live for, right? <laughs> and here's the thing: you've got to you've got to set I out. I was hoping to send my son to college, but then that woman called the guy in the bee costume and <laughs> offed him. So you've got to catch the queen. Apparently, the queen, the queen is the key, and you got to get oh, her. Oh, I know. <laughs> you've got to get her in the spring. You've got to get her right away. And so you got to set up. So now I'm. I've bought all these bee trap or not bee traps, uh, yellow jacket traps, and you, they have a pheromone that you put on a cotton ball, and and then the the they go up and they die, and. But at, on the other hand, it might kill them, but it might smell really good to potato bugs or centipedes. Well, they say that, they, that it doesn't attract honey, the good bees. Oh. So they met, that's, that's science. You know what? That's a lot of science that went into that thing, and you only pay seven bucks for it. How did they determine what was attractive to the yellow jackets and what the uh, yellow the other bees would leave alone either by accident or by by dogged research i suppose yeah so that whole business there are whole that's a whole science uh wing is is uh olfactory stuff and smells and what and and they're really attracted to protein so if you stick like a ham hock in there (laughs) they will go bananas for it well that's the that's the old deal with uh yellow jackets and wasps that i always heard you would yeah. Set up a, wasn't it like a can of beer or something like that on a string? And they'd go in there and they'd get yep. bombed and, they'd, yep. and they would or fall into it. And then you put a little uh, a swimming pool or something mm-hmm. underneath and yep. then they'd land in there and yeah, drown. Yeah, and that, I saw all those homemade types of things that people, uh, yeah. Well, it seems like they work, but they don't get rid of of the, all of them. They get rid of a handful of them. But you need to get rid of the whole thing. Like you said, you got to go to the queen. Yeah, you got to get her first. Because yeah, that's their that's their raison d'etre. That's why they want to live and work. And if the queen's gone, then they don't got nothing to live for. That's right. Because there were a few. So I haven't opened up the shop. Vac. He left it with me. He did. And he, and he said, do you have a shop vac? And I said, yeah. And I grabbed mine. So we had two shop vacs set up to get the other ones that were going to be coming in later yeah so i haven't opened it up yet to see what's in there and i'm afraid to open it up because what if they're all just sitting in there and this has been a week going go ahead open the lid open it up lady <laughs> you don't have a bee costume yeah. <laughs> so with it sitting out of my front yard and i'm afraid to open it 
How, well, how long do you think it'll take for them to die? Better wait a couple years. You think? Better wait till the end of November, okay. at least. Yeah. Don't you okay. think? But I want to see. Don't you want to see? I was going to do it this morning before I came over and put them all in a, in a baggie and bring them to you. Just you know, so you could I'm see. glad you, you didn't have the time to do that. I love to bring stuff to you in baggies. Yeah. Remember that time I brought you that corn that I got shaved off my toe? I brought it to you in a baggie. Yeah, I still have it. Where is that? It's around here somewhere. She's gone. I better learn how to face it. She's gone. She's gone. I'll pay the devil to the place. She's gone. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.